Hi guys, welcome to the Awkward Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Tiana, and today we will be talking about God's promises and letting go. Let's get started. God's promises. So God actually has promises for every single one of us. Ultimately, it's our decision and our choice if we want to take them on. Now, what I mean by that is that God always has a plan for us. He always has something that he's orchestrating for us. And being the loving father that he is, he gives us the choice to choose his plans or to choose our own. And oftentimes as humans, we think we know what we want. We think we know the direction in which our life is going to go or should be going. And oftentimes we make the mistake of trying to force things to happen when ultimately those things aren't destined for our good. They're not going to take us or lead us into the direction of peace and prosperity and they're not going to take us to the direction of just complete happiness. Sometimes counterfeits will pop up and we will be sitting there and think, oh, this is the life. This is, you know, I'm living a good life. I'm living the best life. But in reality, the counterfeit is exactly what it is, a counterfeit. It's not the real deal. It's not going to last forever. It's not going to last long. There is a quote that says nothing lasts forever. Obviously, if you are a human being on this planet, you've heard that quote at some point in your life. But the truth is, God's promises last forever. Ultimately, the joy and the fulfillment and just the feeling of being whole and complete are what come with God's promises. And who's not to say that problems are not going to happen? Of course, problems are going to happen. It's life. We live in a fallen world. We live in a world where the enemy is always going to strike and attack and is always going to try to deceive us and try to pull us away from the love of God. And ultimately, the enemy will use God's promise to lead us to believe that God doesn't love us because oftentimes God's promises aren't what we want. And this is something that I'm currently struggling with right now. I'm at an age right now in my life where I'm sitting here and recently what seemed like God's promises were forming didn't happen. I was led to believe that they were part of God's promises because these were things that ultimately I wanted. These were things that ultimately I led myself to believe would be better for me or would be best for me. And, you know, God came forth and was like, no, Tiana, this isn't what you want. This isn't what I have planned for you. I have the things that I told you but it's not going to happen the way you think they're going to happen. And I was like, no, 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 God, I got this. Like, I know what's going on. Remember, I have my gift. And God was like, 
no, you don't know anything. <laughs> and obviously he's not like that. He's a loving God, but that's just me. <laughs> and when I thought these promises were going to happen, they didn't. And in fact, a lot of what I was hoping would happen not only didn't happen, but everything else that I felt like I had worked hard for got taken away as well. In an instant, it was like a domino effect. And I felt like I was just walking through like a graveyard of my dreams and of my de- my dreams and my desires. Like I was walking <laughs> through a graveyard of what I thought was this. And I remember being so angry with God. I remember sitting there and I was like, how could you let this happen? And pointing the finger to God because my whole life I was like, you've always told me what I'm going to have. You've always told me what direction it was going to happen. Like for the longest time, you said I was in the right direction. And then God reminded me, he's like, yeah, you were in the right direction until you decided to pull me out of it. And you decided to take charge on your own. And you decided to lead on your own understanding. And for me, that was a big, like, moment where I took a deep, long look in the mirror. And I had to do a lot of soul searching. I went through what I would call my Job season. And I feel like... At one point or another, every single person goes through this season. Now, if you don't know anything about Job, Job is a man in the Bible who had everything and he was highly favored by God. Um, And Job loved and worshipped God. And then out of nowhere, every single thing that could go wrong went wrong in Job's life. And Job struggled with his faith for a bit. He struggled so much with his faith and his friends were like, clearly you have to have done something wrong for you to deserve all this. But the truth is Job did nothing wrong. He didn't do anything wrong and he struggled. He struggled so much and like the like even his wife was like, maybe you should just like not believe in God anymore because look at what's happening to you. And Job like really struggled with his faith for the longest time. And then finally Job reached a point where he was just like, no, it's okay. Like I trust God. And so it was in his trust that not only did everything that he lose come back to him, but it was doubled, tripled, like God quadrupled everything. His blessings were so enormous because he was like, in the end, I trust God. And I went through that. I had a moment, like I said, where I thought I was just about to have everything that, you know, partly God told me these were my promises. And then I I chose to take control of that and was like, okay, now I'm going to make sure it happens this way and this way and that way. And God was like, no, that's not going to happen at all. And 
it took me a while to understand that. It took me a while. And I think this is like the human part of me where I just don't want to believe that I was wrong all along. Um, I think we as humans tend to do that. We tend to stand by our word and we tend to just, um, we refuse to accept that we make mistakes and that there are lessons that need to be learned. We feel like we know everything and we clearly don't. And so when I went through this, God kept telling me, I need you to trust me. I need you to trust what I am doing and let go. Let Like the quote, let go and let God, that's literally what kept lingering around in my head during that time. God would literally tell me, it was like, let go and give me control. I will take care of it. And for the longest time, I was so terrified to let go. I was so terrified to let go because I had already been traumatized by everything that I had been through. And I was just like, but what if it doesn't work out? What if it doesn't end up happening, God? And God was like, no, it's going to happen because I already told you it's going to happen. You're just going to find out how it's going to happen. And so that was something that I've been struggling with a lot. And I know that many people struggle with this, with the fact, with the part of letting go and letting God so that we can reach our promises. And God has many, many promises for us. Like right now, there's a few that I'm just like, this is what I want right now. God and God's like, oh no, I got you. I got you. Um, And I think it's difficult to let go as well because the enemy attacks. Like the moment you say, okay, God, I'm letting go and I'm placing all of this in your hands. Oh, the enemy is going to strike. He is going to strike. He is going to come in and he is going to lead you to believe that every choice you've ever made in your life is a mistake. That God's promises are lies. Like the enemy will do the most to keep you from your promises. Because the thing is, when you choose to go in the direction in which God is trying to lead you, the enemy is going to do everything to push you astray. Because with these promises that God has for me in particular, he tells me, he goes, all of the people who looked at you and, you know, you talk about God, this and that, and all of these people who saw you fall apart literally looked at you and were like, where's your God now? And it's true. This literally happened to me. I had people to my face tell me oh and yet you have all this faith in god and look at where it led you but the turnaround are god's promises and those promises are meant to prove that yes god is real god is gonna make it happen because look he did it for me and so all of those naysayers and you know non-believers They're going to believe. They're going to have no choice but to believe. 
recently I had a moment where I was on social media and being on social media can be tough sometimes because I was looking at like my peers and like my friends and seeing the things that I want that they had and seeing them you know like like obviously living their best life you know they weren't doing it on purpose because it's just their life you know they're not rubbing anything in my face or anything but a lot of times like when I would have these moments the enemy would be like you should have had all that by now look at where you're at in life and you don't have any of that and I would be really discouraged and so (laughs) during one of these moments God was like you don't have it now but you will. And so whenever I would whenever I would go on social media after that, I would look at all my friends' posts and I would be like, that's going to be me one day. That's going to be me one day. God says it's going to be me, so it will be me one day. And I truly believe that now. And through this journey of like learning to let go and learning to let God do his work, I've learned that my choosing to take control, like God already knew it was going to happen. And it was actually something that needed to happen. Because like I said, I had pulled away from God at this time. And so when everything fell apart, I went back to God And this was something that needed to happen because I needed to go back to God. Like, God already knew this was going to happen too. (laughs) That's just how he is. He's Papa like that. (laughs) And um, he knows all, obviously. And we can sit here and we could be like, no, God, I got control of this. I got control of this. Until finally, God is like, you can rest now and just leave everything in my hands. All you have to do is pray talk to me, read the word, surround yourself with divine counsel that is going to keep you where I need you to be for these promises to be fulfilled. Because in order for each and every one of our promises to be fulfilled, we have to be standing in the word with God. We have to keep our faith going we can't just like okay god yeah do your thing and then go out and like do ungodly things go out and like you know I don't know I'm not a drinker I'm not a partier so I I don't even know but like just like go out and lose your self and start doing things that are going to pull you away from god again and so I started to do that god was like this is all I need you to do I just need you to talk to me, read the word, and surround yourself with divine counsel. And the divine counsel part, like we don't think about it, but that part is vital. During the time that I was just in this really dark place, God was walking me through it. And I would like seek friends out. I would reach out to people and... People literally would tell me to my face, like, I'm sorry, but, like, I don't want to spend time with you. I can't help you. Like, I can't. Like, people literally turned me away and turned, like, they shunned me. And I'm talking, like, these were people who at one point or another were my best friends. And 
I remember being really hurt by that. And I was like, how do you want me to surround myself with divine counsel if nobody will talk to me? I struggled with that as well. And God was like, because these people don't know me. And so I, I, I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so then I was like, well, can you send me someone who does? And God was like, yeah, <laughs> I got you. And I, again, I kept seeking people. I kept seeking people out like, hey, I was literally at a point in this life where I was like, will you be my friend? <laughs> I was just going to anybody and everybody that would listen. And I was like, would you be my friend? And people were literally like, no. And I wish I was lying when I said this, but people literally were like, no. And I was ready to give up. I was ready to just like give up again completely. Like I hadn't even started and I was ready to give up. And then I reached out to one final person. And I was like, I really need a friend right now. I'm ready to give up. And this person was like, I got you. I'll be your friend. I'll be your best friend if that's what you need. And this person, I thank God for them every single day because they are the divine counsel that I needed. This person, like their faith wasn't even strong when we started talking and hanging out. And together, we've helped each other strengthen our faith. And it's honestly like a beautiful relationship. It's a beautiful friendship. Like this person, she knows who she is. And I am so thankful to God for her. Um, and so once I had that, I started doing it. I started going through you know, I started reading my Bible. I don't know the Bible. Like, I can't memorize scripture <laughs> as much as I would love to try. I cannot. I struggle with that. And this person, like, they, same thing, same thing with this person. So I was like, okay, it's good to know I'm not the only one. You know what I mean? And then I started praying to God. I started talking to God more and more. And I started to see things slowly fall into place. I started to heal, first of all, because that was the first thing that needed to happen. Healing. We don't think about that, but healing is part of the process to God's promises. And oh, there was a lot of healing that I needed to do. Um, but I'm so thankful for it. Like the healing process for me was probably the most humbling process for me because when we go through a really dark time, it's never in vain. It's never in vain. And oftentimes, like, like there's no explanation for why things happen, unfortunately. Not all the time. Like, there are things that we don't understand, but only God knows. Like, in Spanish, we have that saying, solo Dios sabe, only God knows. And it's true. It holds true. I didn't know why I was going through what I went through. And God was like, it's okay. You don't know now, but one day you will. And you're going to look back and you're going to think, oh, that's why. Thanks, God, for getting me out of that. Like, that's literally what had happened. But yeah, God put me through it. 
And he told me, he said, this is just the easy part. And honestly, for me, it was like super hard. It was super hard. Like God was like, I need you to get therapy. (laughs) I need you to do like all these things because we got to take a look at your soul for you to heal, to reflect, and to not make the same mistakes again. And he goes, and granted, you, you're you going to make mistakes. Like, that's going to happen. You're human. But I don't want your mistakes to continue to hurt everybody else. And for me, that was kind of like a, yeah, thanks, Dad. <laughs> God really loves us so much that he's willing to be honest with us. And during this time, I was hurting people. I was not being genuine. I was not being honest. I was just hurting people and I was selfish. And these were things of me that God was like, I I want you to change them. So I was like, okay. I got therapy. Honestly, God made therapy for a reason. Therapists and counselors and psychiatrists, they all exist for a reason. Anybody who tells you Therapy is for crazy people. It's the enemy because the enemy does not want you to heal. Let me put that out there. Um, Now, that was only the easy part. And like I said, it wasn't easy at all. It was like literally like opening up my entire chest and was like, this is everything that's, you know, you've ever dealt with. And we're putting it out on the table. Like that was hard. And then... God was like, the hard part comes next. And so the hard part is actually the enemy's attacks. Granted, we are always attacked by the enemy like every single day and night. But during this time, I remember being so angry and so fed up with the enemy that I was just ready to fight. I was just ready to like, like if I had the enemy in front of me and I would punch him in the face, I would. And it was just such a very, like, I don't even know how to describe it. But during that time, the attacks were, were real. They were so real. And they would come in forms of, like, stop lying to yourself. It would come from, like, the people around me that I loved that were so close to me. And it would be, like, I can't believe you're still doing that. Like, I can't believe you're still hoping for this thing to happen. Just give up. Just let it go. Just move on from that. It's never going to happen. Or people would look at me and were like, "Mm, I knew this was going to happen. You should have just, you know, given up a long time ago. Like, this is the price you pay for holding on for so long for something that was never going to happen and I would sit there and I'd like look at God with like tears in my eyes like a little kid like I was like a little kid like you know how like when you're a little kid and somebody does you wrong and like you start crying and you look at your parents so that they can protect you or they can like right that wrong I would literally do that I would like look at God and God would be like I already told you what's gonna happen I didn't tell you how it's gonna happen but it's gonna happen and my word is final 
So I contemplated with that so much and it was so hard because right when I would get like my hopes up and I would get my faith up and I would just like, I felt like I was progressing. I felt like I was being pulled back 10 steps. And again, it was just like a repetitive thing where I kept trudging along and I was just like, God, when? When will it happen? And God was like, it's not on your time. It's on my time. And he would tell me, don't give up. Because if you give up, we're going to start all over again. And you guys, I was so ready to give up. So ready. Like you have no idea how many nights I stayed up crying. How many like like even at work, like I would have to remove myself from my workstation just to go cry. And then I would come back and act like nothing happened. But because this thing was just eating me up inside and I was just struggling with so much. And the people who knew were going on, it's like I saw them too. They were like, because they didn't want to see me hold on and they didn't want to see me struggle and like keep trudging on because they saw how painful it was for me. Even these people who knew what was going on, who knew what God had promised me, they would tell me, they'd be like, is this worth it T? Like, is this really worth it? And I would just sit there and I'd be like, I don't know, God says it is, so I have to keep going. And, you know, God doesn't break a promise because it's true. God does not make break a promise. Like, he will never, ever break a promise. He's not like that. His name is on the line. Once, it's, once he makes a promise, his name is on the line. And so, I would struggle with that. And I would struggle even, like, with my prayers I would struggle even like with reading the word like a lot of it became gibberish to me at one point like I would read a whole chapter and be like I don't know what I just read even though I had read it the day before like I would be rereading chapters and one day it would make sense to me and the next day it was like complete gibberish to me like it wasn't even the same language like the enemy attacks in all these ways because the enemy does not want you to keep going in the process that God is trying to take you through. And you see, when God gives you promises, it's because those promises are going to carry his name. Those promises are meant to break some type of curse. They're meant to bring forth new life, new life that is of God's. Now, whatever these promises are, they're different for every single person. And I promise you, for the enemy to attack as much as he did, God must be doing something good, something good, something big. God must be making a miracle happen. Like, I reached a point where I like, I would hear like scary voices in my head leading me to believe that I was crazy leading me to believe that like God wasn't real and it was just all a figment of my imagination and I would just sit there and I would cry and God would always just come down and be like no I'm right here I'm right here you're my daughter I'm not giving up on you because you have not given up on me yet 
I told you I was going to take you through this. And one of the things that God would remind me of all the time was when Jesus walked to Samaria, he walked to Samaria to go to this well to meet a woman there. And this woman desperately needed Jesus. This woman desperately needed a promise of God because this woman was like me. She was ready to just give up. She was ready to just give up on her faith, just give up on her whole life. And so Jesus walked through the desert without eating, without water. God reminded me of Jesus when he walked through Samaria. He was exhausted. He was also exhausted just like I was spiritually exhausted, but he needed to get to the well for that woman because he had a promise for her. That woman, her life was changed. When Jesus approached her, her life was changed. And so God would sit there and be like, your life is going to be changed too. And your life is not going to go back to what you knew or what it was. I'm making something new. And I need you to trust me. So I was like, okay, I trust you. I want something new. Like, I'm over this. I'm over this pain. I'm over this grief. I am done walking through graves. And God was like, I'm going to turn graves into gardens. So if you guys have ever heard that song, like, ugh, I love that song. And, um that was real. God was like, no, I really, really am going to turn graves into gardens. And so time went on, months went on. I started to see the healing within me. And I remember my mom looking at me and she was just like, I'm proud of you because you didn't let this bring you down. You didn't let this overcome you rather you overcame it and I during this time was told how resilient I was having gone through so much and um I was still holding on to faith and you guys I was holding on to faith like I was holding on for my dear life. I'm not lying. I was holding on for my dear life because I literally reached a point where I was like, if this doesn't work, that's it. Like, I I don't know what I'm going to do. But the thing is with God, it's like, it always works out. It always works out. Granted, not the way that we want it to, but it's always going to work out in God's favor. And God's favor will never hurt us. It will never, like, in the end, once we get to those promises, it's like the hurt, all that, where'd it go? Because who knows? God's favor always wins. And so recently, and this was like months ago, so fast forward to now, to a few days ago, granted, I found myself again struggling with that promise. And God was like, you're literally out of the wilderness like I'm at the point where the suddenly is about to happen but I'm not gonna tell you when it is I'm not gonna tell you how it's gonna happen just be expectant 
Now, anybody who knows God and knows, you know, we know God's promises, we're always expectant. We're always expectant of those promises. But I was still struggling with letting go. I was still holding on to losing something. I was still holding on to that fear of losing something. And so I started to see things happen. I started to feel the shift happen. And then I started to slowly see those promises begin to happen. And just as they were beginning to happen, it's like dead again. Nothing happened. And I became so frustrated that I sat in my room and I was crying and I was like, what do I need to do? I'm so terrified to lose this. And God was like, that's it. That's it right there. And I was like, oh my goodness. I've been holding on to this fear of losing it so much that I had like that I hadn't even realized that I was still holding on to it. And God was like, let it go. I need you to let that go. And so I remember I was in my room and I was crying and I was like, Papa, I let it go. Like I was like, now that I know what it is that I've been holding on to, I let it go. And I remember, and like, again, in my vision, like I see things differently in my spiritual eye. I remember seeing that thing that I kept holding on to. Like it like walked out of my soul, like out of my heart and into the hands of Jesus. And that was it. And in that moment, I opened my eyes. I stopped crying. Like literally no tears continued to flow. It was just like a moment where it's like, why am I even crying? Like, it's like, I literally like woke up and I was like, oh, I feel that peace now. I feel it. And I said, okay, Papa, I really trust you now. And I'm going to bed and I'm not lying. (laughs) Not even 24 hours later, a miracle happened. And the next day I was at peace. I saw it. I started to see what God was doing. And I sat there and I was like, oh, well, no wonder. Like, there's no way in hell I was going to do this. (laughs) Clearly, you had to do it, Papa. Clearly, I had to let go of all of this for things to happen. I'm not in my promised land yet. I am still ways away from the promises that God has for me. But I can honestly say that letting go and let God, like letting go and letting God, that's a real verb. It's an action. It's something that needs to happen for these promises, these blessings to come forth. And to anybody right now that may be struggling with that, with struggling, you know, to trust God, struggling to let go and let God, like, I'm with you. I'm not perfect. I'm with you. I'm still with you. 
today I can sit here and be like, oh yeah, I know God's got this. Tomorrow I can have an anxiety attack and be like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life because that's who I am (laughs) as a person. But I can honestly say that Papa is making a way. God is a way maker. My God is a big God and he's going to make it happen. He is not like he doesn't break promises. He's not going to sit there and be like, oh yeah, I told you this was going to happen. Never mind. No, that's not who God is. That's not our father in heaven. He wants the best for us. And sometimes the things that we want, the things that we try to force to happen aren't the best for us. And we can sit there and argue and say, no, no, this is how it's going to happen. I'm going to make sure it happens this way. Okay, you can try and do that as much as you want. And maybe it'll give you a little bit of happiness for a while. Maybe it'll give you a little bit of success for a while. But when it comes from God, it's going to give you happiness for the longest running time. Whatever it is, whether it be a business, a home, a family, like God is not going to keep his promises void. Like, no, that's not who God is. Mm -mm. They are yours. Once they are yours and you accept them and you allow them to to flow into fruition, like it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Like it has nobody's name in it. And the enemy is going to try its very hardest to let you lead you and lead you to believe that. Nope, it's never going to happen. Oh, look what God promised. Look, look at the direction it's going. Uh-uh, God will be quick with that U-turn. Trust me. <laughs> so, yeah, to anybody who is struggling right now with their promises, struggling to hold on, keep trudging on, I am praying for you. I am with you. I am still trudging on, but now I'm trudging on knowing that my destination point really is going to happen. And I had to figure that out for myself. I had to struggle with that for myself and that's fine. But yeah, I hope this truly helped anybody who really needed it. I hope it made sense, first of all, because if not, that's awkward. Um, But yeah. I love you guys and I'm praying for every single one of you and know that you are not alone and know that your sister in Christ is praying and is rooting for you. These promises are going to happen because the enemy has nothing against what God has planned. Nothing. No weapon formed against us will prosper in Jesus name. Well, that's our episode for today, guys. I hope this resonated with someone. Catch us next time on Awkward Faith.